Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Joan Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Jada Pickett-Smith, Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne, Bruno Mars, Park Jimin, Jeannie Mai, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their links, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. And also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's story, the chat room is now open. Give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number Number one, that's three four seven six three seven two six five six, and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on X, which is formerly known as Twitter, at the That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me at Stiletto fourteen. Stiletto like the shoe. S T I L E T T O. And the number 14, you also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O E O N E S G I B B S. Right now, current temperature in, in the NY is a sunny 67 degrees. Uh, before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for once again for hanging out with me, showing your love and support um, right here on Block Talk Radio. And uh, if you are just wondering for the first time uh, why I'm broadcasting on Thursday evening, well, this is our new day of the week and new time. We're going to be doing our shows live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, This will be the first time in all the years that I've been broadcasting on Blog Talk Radio where I actually change the day of the week because I've been broadcasting Wednesday afternoon for the longest, you know. So, uh, yeah, uh, times are changing. So we, now we, you can catch us on Thursday uh, evening or early afternoon uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, how is everyone doing? Hope you had a great week. Uh, but it really hasn't been that much of a great week because of what's going on uh, in the uh, in, with Israel, the Israelis and the Palestinians, with the the war going on over there. And uh, this week we're going to be talking about how um, one artist in particular who was performing there uh, had to cut his concert short because of the conflict there. Uh, This week we're going to be talking about a bombshell news about Jada Pickett-Smith. She does an exclusive interview with People Magazine 
talking about that she and Will have separated, and they've been separated for seven years. Nobody knew. They've been going to movie premieres together. They just recently were at the Oscars together, and they've been living in different households. I mean, they haven't got a divorce. They just just living separate lives right now and living in separate households. So she uh, she has a new book coming out uh, next Tuesday called Worthy, and she goes on about the separate life, the separate life of her and Will. She also talks about the night of the slap with Will Smith and Chris Rock. Uh, she also talks about... Uh, the backlash that she got uh, from it, and uh, just all kinds of things. And we're going to be talking about that. She goes in great detail about it and how she was just like in kind of, she just like the rest of us watching Will go up there, she thought it was a skit. We Everybody else thought this was fake or this was something they just put together, but she was just as surprised as us. So we're going to be talking about what she uh, wrote in this book. Also this week we're going to be talking about um, Bruno Mars. Again, he was one of the artists that was performing uh, shows out there in Tel Aviv, and it had to be canceled due to the ongoing Israeli-Palestinian conflict and how he had to make a mad dash out of there because um, he had to go and fly to Athens, Greece. And in the process, they were trying to get out of there so fast, they ended up leaving some of their equipment behind, and they were scheduled to perform somewhere else, but they couldn't because they left all their equipment. So somebody else had to go on uh, to take their place. Also, we're going to be talking about... um, BTS Park Jimin, yeah, he's getting ready to unveil a new solo documentary. And uh, everybody who's a fan of BTS, the Army, you're gonna love this. And also, he's celebrating a birthday tomorrow, so a uh, happy birthday, Jimin. Also, uh, Jeannie Mai has broken her silence about her separation from her husband, Young Jeezy. Uh, weeks after it was unveiled that uh, her rapper husband has filed a divorce to end their two-year marriage, uh, she ended up sharing a cryptic post on Instagram. So I'll tell you what was that about. Sharon Osborne and her husband, Ozzy Osborne, they uh, was on, uh, I think they have a podcast. They were on uh, talking about, about, if if Sharon, if Sharon and Ozzy, if if something was to happen to them, where it was going to affect their health and there was no end in sight, they were thinking about they have plans set up to commit suicide if it ends up where they have a a, a degenerate condition. So, yeah, it's crazy, and they're telling their children about this. Uh, also, um, Jessica Lang is mewling over plans to retire from acting. That's right. She is disgusted, so to speak, about the way the industry has made this drastic change about how uh, people are not making quality movies anymore. It's all about making money. And i got to tell you what she said about uh the DC comic and Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, what she said about them. So uh, let's get started. This is just the beginning, (laughs) just the beginning of the show. Uh, Jada Pickett Smith and Will Smith are living separate lives, and they have been for a while. Uh, In a candid interview on the Today Show, ahead of the upcoming release of her memoir, Worthy, the 52-year-old actress revealed to Hoda Kopp that she and her husband, Will, has been separated for seven years. Now, Jada confirmed in the Wednesday preview of the interview, which aired in full Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern on NBC, that her separation from Will wasn't a divorce on paper, as Hoda Copy worded it. But by the time uh, they got to 2016, they were just exhausted with trying. And uh, 
this is what she told Hoda, Jada. She said, quote, I think we were both kind of still stuck in our fantasy of what we thought the other person should be, unquote. Now, Copy also asked about why they haven't spoken about being separated before now, and Jada said that they weren't ready yet, and that she added that she and the Oscar winner, whom she married on New Year's Eve 1997, were still trying to figure out between the two of them how to be in a partnership. She said in regards to how do they present that to people, she said they hadn't figured that out. The Set It Off actress also said she made a promise that they will never be never be a reason for them to get a divorce and that they will work through it, whatever. Uh, she also said that, quote, she said she just hadn't been able to break that promise. Now, Jada and Will have two children, a son, Jaden, who's now 25, a daughter, Willow, who's 22, and they also, uh, Will also has a son from his first marriage, uh, his son, Trey, with his ex-wife, Cherie Zampino. Now, in her new book, Jada reflects on the moment Will smacked Chris Rock in the face on stage at the 2022 Academy Awards after the comedian made a joke about her shaved head because, you know, Jada lives with alopecia. And she said that um, in the middle of, you know, them living their separate lives and they were this family, not as husband and wife, but when she... When when Will yelled his wife in the chaos of the moment, uh, an internal shift went off in her. And she said, I'm his wife, and it happened instantly. That's what she wrote in the book. She also goes on to recall feeling like her teenage self in that moment. She said, back in the club, back in Baltimore, a fight had broken out, and things just started popping off. And that's what that had that moment the Oscar slap had reminded her of when Will went off. And she said that, quote, I'm aware that I'm at the Oscars in, in a beautiful gown, in this beautiful but very heavy forest green dress with a high neck, a zipper bodice, and a train a thousand mile long. And I had, to say, I, said, I had to stay seated all evening. But no matter how much growth I recently experienced, my old mechanisms are driving and my mind is racing. She said, I, I, if I had to fight or run, I'm done. I can't even get up. But no matter what, Will and I are in this together, unquote. Now, Will and Jada's wedding had long been a subject of fascination by fans. Immediately upon their union, they were crowned Hollywood royalty, which brought a lot of gossip and speculation. Uh, Jada also tells people in the week issue about the state of their marriage, confirmed that they've been separated for seven years before the Oscars in 2022. And um, she said that they've been trying to figure it out. They've been doing some heavy-duty work together. They just got a lot of deep love for each other and that they were going to figure it out, what, what this looked like for them. And as for the kids, she said that they taught her a deep self of a sense of self-acceptance. Worthy is out Tuesday wherever books are sold and available for pre-order now on Amazon.com. And she also goes on to talk about um, that Chris Rock did apologize for making that joke afterwards, but because of the chaos, she couldn't really talk to Chris at the moment. She also goes on into the book about how uh, Chris Rock uh, had asked her out because there were so many rumors about, you remember when she had that entanglement with um, with the R&B singer, um, um I forgot his name, Alcina, and 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 that sparked a lot of craziness. And she talked about how Chris Rock thought that he was hearing all these rumors that they were divorcing and getting a divorce, or that she was a divorce. That he said he was going to ask her out, and she was like, "What do you mean?" Because she was like, "What do you mean, ask me out?" And then that's when he told her he thought that she was on the brinks of getting a divorce. Uh, she also talked about that the whole. Uh, she talked about the whole controversy about how um, she her friendship with Chris Rock kind of went um, awkward when the, that year when it, when the, the Oscars had nominated hadn't nominated any uh, actors of color, and he was hosting that year, 
and she was trying to tell Chris, you know, you should stand with us in protest against this. But she later on confessed that that was a bad thing to do because she felt that she she knew that he was under a lot of pressure, and it was wrong for her for him, for him to try to um, get him to, you know, step down or. or be part of the cause when he was going. He was up against a lot of pressure, and she was saying that she regret that she should have just made a call to him and and talked with him instead of it blowing up out of proportion. So it's really juicy. But again, this book Worthy is coming out next Tuesday. You can also pre-order it now on Amazon.com. Uh, right now, we got 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where we are doing our show on a new day of the week and a new time every Thursday evening around 6 p.m. Eastern Time. So make sure you follow us on Twitter and on uh, Facebook uh, when we broadcast our shows. Uh, on Saturday, Bruno Mars was set to become the third American artist ever to perform two soul concerts at the 70,000 capacity Hayakin Park in Tel Aviv, Israel, following Madonna in 2009 and Michael Jackson in 1993. He played his first show there last Wednesday with two Tel Aviv acts opening, running nearly four hours in total. Both shows were promoted by Bluestone Group, which is owned by Live Nation Israel. Now, Mars Saturday show was supposed to be the second to last date at a, on a brief world tour that previously stopped in uh, Belize, Georgia, on uh, October 1st and was heading to Doha, Qatar, uh, for an October 8th show to follow the Formula One Qatar Grand Prix. But early Saturday, though, reports began to circulate of a coordinated Hamas-led terrorist attack that would escalate the ongoing Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Later that day, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu uh, appeared on television and declared that his country was now at war with Hamas. And by afternoon, Live Nation Israel issued a statement that the concert was canceled. The following day, Mars also canceled his planned Doha concert. All tickets purchased to the show will receive an automatic refund to the credit card through which the purchase was made. And securing the venue located inside Tel Aviv's one-and-a-half-square-mile Yarkin Park along the banks of the Yarkin River during active fighting would present unnecessary risks for concertgoers. That's what a source told a billboard, noting that the decision to cancel was made a few hours after the attack began that morning. And by 2 p.m., Bruno Mars and his 60-person crew was at uh, Ben Gurion Airport, where they boarded a flight to Athens. And from Athens, Mars was supposed to travel to Doha for his performance, but he was reportedly unable to pack up and transport his production gear out of Israel in time for that performance. And on Sunday, out this on the Sunday, hours before he was scheduled to take the stage in Doha, uh, Lucille International Circuit Racetrack announced on Instagram that Mars would not perform and that French producer and artist DJ Snake would take his place. Mars concert cancellation represents a symbolic setback for Israeli touring business. For more than a decade, uh, artists announcing plans to perform in the country face harsh public criticism from activists and artists like Roger War uh, Waters and Brian Eno, who urged mu musicians to boycott the country over what they describe as its unjust treatment of the Palestinians. And in 2018, Alana Del Rey was booked to headline the Meteor Music Festival where Waters urged her to reconsider. Her trip fell apart due to scheduling issues. Waters, a proponent of the boycott, divestment, and sanction movement, a Palestinian-led campaign to isolate Israel, has also targeted Radiohead, Bon Jovi, and Jennifer Lopez unsuccessfully. New generation promoters like Tel Aviv-based Bluestone Group, which Live Nation bought in 2017 as a joint venture of several investors, including Maverick Guy Osiri, has worked to increase the potential gross artists can make playing Israel while also helping them to navigate anti-Israel backlash. 
And in 2023, the country hosted a number of top-tier Western acts, including Imagine Dragon, Azuna, Christina Aguilera, The Black Keys, and Guns N' Roses. Just a few uh, months after making Billboard chart history with Like Crazy, BTS Park Jimin is set to unveil his new solo documentary titled Jimin's Production Diary. The new film is currently slated for an October 23rd release exclusive on Weavers. The new project is Ivy's original documentary film that explored the process behind Face. Jimin's first solo album, which spawned the Billboard Hot 100 number one single, Like Crazy. The film provides viewers with a, an unfiltered look into Jimin as an, an individual and person as he explained the emotions and thought patterns behind the first solo project. Now, Jimin announced that the documentary via BTS official social media pages on October 9th when he posted a brief video of him transcribing the film title on blank note page. On the day following the surprise announcement, uh, a teaser trailer hit BTS official social media pages. And in the trailer, which finds Jimin recording one of the album's songs in the studio, the Grammy nominee said that he said, "quote It's something that he should have th- thinks to si- he he said it's something that I shouldn't think too simply." It's, it became the opportunity to know what I should do more clearly. I can say that there are more things I want to do, unquote. A release calendar arrived alongside the initial October 10th announcement, and according to a schedule, a full-length trailer will be unveiled on October 13th, with pre-order for the film beginning on October 14th. The schedule, which runs through October 26th, also featured such pieces of content as lyric videos, additional posters, a quiz show, and a special message from Jimin to his fans. Jimin's production diary is the latest in a string of streaming projects from the uh, Bangdom Boys. And last July, Hybe and the Walt Disney Company teamed up to a reveal a new global content partnership boasting five total streaming titles, including three exclusive projects focusing on BTS or BTS members. And since the announcement of that collaboration, two of the three projects have seen the light of day, with fans still eagerly awaiting the release of a docuseries titled Monument Beyond the Stars. And in April, Jimin hit number two on the Billboard 200 with Faith, and in addition to the chart-topping like crazy, Faith also uh, housed Set Me Free Part 2, which peaked at number 30 on the Hot 100. And in addition to those two songs, Jimin notched two more Hot 100 entries this year, Angel Part 1, which reached number 65 with Kodak Black, um, Jake, uh, Money Long, and Vibe, which reached number 76 with the artist Young. Jeannie Mai has uh, broke her sounds amid her separation from Jeezy, formerly Young Jeezy, weeks after it was unveiled that her rapper husband had filed for divorce to end their two-year marriage. The TV host shared a cryptic post on Instagram. On late Wednesday, October 11th, the 44-year-old uploaded her first post on the photo-sharing platform since the divorce news broke. She alluded to her needs to take a break and disconnect in order to heal in the post. And this is what she uh, wrote in the caption. She said, quote, sometimes you need to take a break and disconnect to heal. And she said, uh, without addressing her split from Jeezy, the mother of one appears to express her heartbreak as she simply added this black heart emoji in the caption. It's Jeannie's first post since news of her marital separation was brought to light last month. Her previous post was made on September 13, one day before Jeezy filed for the dissolution of the marriage. And according to a court document, the uh, rapper is asking for joint custody of his and Jeannie's 20-month-old daughter, Monaco. It's allegedly stating that the pair had a prenuptial agreement in place, and following the divorce file, it was reported that the pair split due to different certain family values and expectations. That's what a source told Entertainment Tonight. They have different views, and each felt like they uh, need their needs weren't being completely met. In addition, of lack of privacy in their house might be another factor causing the breakup. And despite the differences, it claimed that Jeannie still hoped for a reunion with Jeezy. She uh, she still loves Jeezy. She deeply loves him, and she wants to work things out. And even though Jeezy has failed, has filed rather, a Jeannie is holding out hope that he would be willing to sit down and work things out. That's what according to page six. 
Um, another source revealed to people that Jeannie is still hurt and devastated upon learning that Jeezy decided to call off their two years marriage. Uh, she got married to stay married, and she, she's committed to trying to save her marriage. That's what the source explained. Sharon Osborne and her husband, Ozzy Osborne, will keep their euthanasia plans if they end up with a neurodegenerative condition. The 71-year-old star who had been wed to the Black Sabbath rocker Ozzy since 1982 and has Amy... Kelly, as well as their son Jack with him, revealed some years ago that she and her husband had a plan in place to end their lives if they became incapacitated. The former X-Factor judge now explained that their wishes are still the same because they do not want to suffer their way to death. Kelly Osborne didn't question her mother about the notion that she could survive any potential illness, but Sharon suggested that survival does not always guarantee being able to retain basic human functions. More than a decade ago, Sharon revealed that she and her husband had drawn up plans to carry out an assisted dying plan if they ended up becoming so ill they could no longer mentally function. The project currently doesn't have a title or a release date. And uh, Jessica Lang is uh, mulling over uh, plans to uh, retire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, um, the star talked about phasing out of movies because she's tired of money-making being prioritized ahead of cre- creativity, and she thinks the art of filmmaking is being diminished as a result. She told the Daily Telegraph newspaper, quote, I think I'm going to start phasing out of filmmaking. I don't think I'll do this too much longer. Creativity is secondary now to corporate profit. The emphasis become not on the, it became, becomes not on the art or the artist or the storytelling. It becomes about satisfying your stockholders. It diminishes the, the artist and the art of filmmaking, unquote. The 74-year-old star then took an apparent dig of the DC comic and Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, blockbuster. She said, quote, I'm not interested in big comic book franchise film. I think they're, they sacrificed this art that, they, that we've been involved in for the sake of profit, unquote. Now, Jessica particularly despised the frantic editing used in modern movies instead of directors letting characters and conversations develop. And the King Kong actress believes ageism is still rife in Hollywood. She said even when it's run by women, she don't even see a huge difference. However, Jessica does still have some projects in the pipeline with her next uh, next movie due to be seen on screen alongside Ed Harris in Long Day's Journey into Night, as well as having a Marlon uh, Dietrich biopic in development. And even when she does retire, Jessica doesn't think she'll be much of a loss to the film industry. She said, quote, I'm sure they won't miss me at all, unquote. That's so sad. I don't think so, Jessica. I, I think you will be truly missed. I mean, for crying out loud, you would you you put King Kong on the map. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of sad that she feels that way. It, it really is. Right now we have 28 uh, minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up after the break, the music break, uh, we're going to be talking about a rumor that Joy Behar had shared with Sherry Shepard about uh, a relationship that she heard between Barbara Walters and Richard Pryor. Uh, Joy came on the show, and they reminisced about this rumor. Uh, Also, uh, Jason Momoa may be recruited for Superman Legacy. Michael Mann has announced that the movie Heat 2 will be his next movie. And The Exorcist, it was number one at the box office. And Ray Wood Jr. has announced his departure on The Daily Show. All these stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you dare go anywhere.
remaining in the show that was new music from John Cook from BTS in uh, featuring Jack Harlow in 3D. Love that song. Love it. Uh, before we went to the music break, uh, I was telling you that uh, Sherry Shepard had claimed that she heard about Barbara Walters' secret hookup with Richard Pryor during a uh, mini The View reunion with Joey Behar on her talk show. Uh, the 56-year-old comedian actress recalled telling Joy about their former boss sleeping with the late state uh, stand-up comedian. In a Wednesday, October 11th episode of Cherry, the host admitted that she was scared of Barbara after joining the long-running ABC series because of the veteran journalist's uh, formidable persona. Sherry went on sharing that she would tell Joy things, and she would go and tell it to other people. Uh, the former The View co-host then recall, uh, recalled an instant where she told Joy a secret about Barbara. She said, um, I never told this before, but I'm going to tell it. She said that uh, she told Joy that she had a run-in with the late, great comedian Paul Mooney, and Paul Mooney had said that he caught 
Barbara Walters with Richard Pryor. And uh, she said this in front of her audience. So when Joy confirmed that she meant that the View creator and Richard had sex, so Joy laughed and she remembered not telling Barbara that Sherry was the one who spilled the beans. Sherry, Joy, and Barbara used to be co-workers. Sherry joined the daytime talk show in 2007 before departing in 2014, the same year Barbara stepped down as a host. Joy, meanwhile, was among the original panelists but exited in 2013 before returning in 2015 until now. Uh, Jason Momoa may be recruited for Superman Legacy. Amid the uncertain future of the tenor as Aquaman, the Hawaiian-born actor is reportedly in talks to star in James Gunn's upcoming Superman reboot. The 44-year-old hunk, however, will not reprise his role as the Arthur Curry, a.k.a. Aquaman, and according to Variety, he is in talks to play a Lobo either in Superman Legacy or in the standalone film, which is yet to be announced. In the same report by Variety, it's it claims that none of the star cast by Zack Snyder for uh, 2016 Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice and 2017 Justice League, including Ben Affleck, uh, Henry uh, Cavill, Gal Gadot, Ezra Miller, and uh, Momoa, will reprise their role in the new DC Universe. Uh, on the other hand, uh, Gunn recently revealed which actor who will keep playing their roles in the new DCU. Uh, in late September, the filmmaker replied to a fan's question on Threads. Uh, it says um, that uh, that uh, Sholo uh, Maraguana will continue playing Blue Beetle in the DCU. Uh, he then added that Viola Davis will play Amanda Waller, and uh, John Cena will play the peach, Peacemaker. Michael Mann has announced that he, too, will be his next movie. The uh, Ferrari director has revealed an uh, adaptation of the novel, which he wrote with Meg Gardner. Uh, it will be his next project on the big, big screen, and he's looking forward to getting to work. Before the Hollywood writers and actors strike, it had been reported that Adam Driver, who starred in Ferrari, was in talks to play a young version of Neil McCauley. Uh, the character portrayed by Robert De Niro in the original 1995 crime film. Although Mann wouldn't confirm or deny if Driver will be involved, he admitted that they got along like a house on fire. In other words, they got along so well, they were so intense in their work. So um, he, too, is both a prequel and a sequel to the crime classic featuring Macaulay, uh, also Val Kilmore is uh, also in it, and Al Pacino in the years leading up to the saga. Uh, the novel also explored what happens to the surviving characters in the following years. Uh, for the prequel parts, readers are taken back to 1988 Chicago as Macaulay um, Shihurlis, which was played by Val Kilmore, and uh, their crew are taking scores on the West Coast. The U.S.-Mexico border in Chicago, uh, while this is happening, Hannah is rising through the ranks at the Chicago Police Department as he tried to bring an ultraviolet group of home invaders to justice. And the Exodus Believer bring horror to the box office. The sixth installment in the Exodus franchise dominated the U.S. box office this weekend as it brought in $27.2 million in North America in its opening weekend. And this is according to studio estimates on Sunday, October 8th. And while the number is $15 million more than the second place movie, the new horror flick debuted below expectations. Variety previously suggested that the R-rated movie, which was from Universal and Bloomhouse, was expected to draw in $35 million. Meanwhile, the Exodus Believer at the International Box Office with $17.8 million to its global start of $45.1 million. At number two is Paramount's Paw Patrol, the Mighty Movie. The movie dipped to second place in its second week after bringing $11.7 million from 4000 27 theaters. The animated kids sequel has grossed 38.8 million in North America and 48.2 million internationally, making it worldwide tally to 87.1 million. 
and Saw 10 took the number three spot with 8.15 million, bringing its total to 32.5 million against its 13 million production cost. And dropping to number four was The Creator, which was directed by Gareth Edwards and starring John David Washington, who played the leader of a war between humans and AI. With an additional 6.1 million this weekend, the movie has grossed 24.9 million domestically and 61.8 million globally. And rounding out the top five was The Blind, a faith-based film about Phil Robertson, the movie bag 3.1 3.1 million from 1,312 theaters. It brought a total of 10.9 million. Uh, Roy Wood Jr. He has announced his departure from The Daily Show after eight years of being a correspondent. His exit followed Trevor Noah's back in December. According to NPR, Wood's reasoning is because he wanted more out of his career, possibly being offered the top spot that was once held by Noah. And reportedly, Wood stated that he hasn't learned if his name is in consideration for the position of host, but has already informed Comedy Central that he won't be returning. Since Noah's departure, the Emmy-winning show has showcased a few potential new hosts, and in April, Wood stood in as host, receiving the second-highest rating of 11 total guest hosts. And according to various sources, Wood would be in competition with prospects including Franken, Hassan uh, Minha, uh, Chelsea Handler, and Sarah Silverman. The 44-year-old joined The Daily Show as a correspondent in 2015 under Noah's hiring. NPR reported that over the years, Comedy Central has seen an exodus of non-white stars, including DeSeuss and Merrill, Zaiwi and Noah. Wood stated that at that as the network expands, he feels that people of color will be stuck in a lost, last hire, first fired position. The 49th season of Saturday Night Live makes its way to the silver screen with a familiar face and rising star. Set to air on October 14, 2023, comedian Pete Davidson makes his return to the stage for his hosting debut. Additionally, Ice Spice achieved her own career first at the episode Musical Guest. And while Davidson and SNL alumni returned to a comfortable environment, the television slot could, int- could introduce a new aspect of the um, the, whole, the rapper's talent. And although the Bronx native is billed as a performer, the musical guest often gets involved with at least one comedic skit. NBC revealed that the season's second episode will feature global pop star Bad Bunny on double duty as the host and the musical guest. Additionally, Chloe Trost joins the cast as a feature player, and the entire cast from last season returns. SNL regularly scheduled summer break coincide with the historic Writers Guild of America strike, which ended last month. And as the Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, continues, AV Club explained that the sketch comedy series Return does not cross the picket line. According to the outlet, the, uh, the SNL cast, hosts, and guests work under the network code, which is not the contract SAG is striking over. And NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, and the boy band Golden Age are set to be covered in an upcoming Paramount Plus documentary. Deadline reported that the unnamed project will uh, headlight these bands and their impact on pop culture. The outlet state that 90s and 2000 era band would be highlighted along with their struggles, tears, joys, and triumphs. Additional bands such as New Kids on the Block and 98 Degrees will also be featured in the doc. Bruce Gilmore, Paramount President and Chief Content Officer of Music, spoke about the new doc in an official press release. He said that the 90s boy band era made an indelible impact and will be forever woven into the pop culture landscape. Boy bands remain bona fide global sensation to this day, as seen in the fan frenzy heard around the world during NSYNC on-stage reunion at this year's VMAs, and the ever-spreading domination of K-pop biggest groups like BTS, Stray Kids, and TXT. Uh, wow, that, that's true. That, that's, this is going to be exciting. Uh, right now we got 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break. And when I come back, I'll be uh, giving you the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. City X, City X. I don't make it down with the X. Hey. 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 Hey.
from the group XG called New Dance. Right now we have 12 minutes left remaining in the show, and for the last remaining stories of the day, Lizzo is reportedly considering a tell-all interview over her legal woes with her backup dancers. The About Damn Time hitmaker previously denied allegations of discrimination and creating a hostile work environment made by three former members of her big girls dance troupe. Crystal Williams, Noel Rodriguez, and Ariana Davis, as they alleged they were subjects to sexual, religious, and racial harassment, disability, discrimination, assault, and false imprisonment. Now, on the insider has claimed that she has been approached by a number of people to do an interview over the situation and is said to be considering an offer to speak to CBS News anchor Gail King. A source told the Sun newspaper Bizarre Column that Lizzo was privately inuated with supports from people who knew her when the lawsuit was made public. The truth heard hitmaker previously described the aftermath of the accusation as gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. The 35-year-old singer added that her work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned along with her character. And Demi Lovato has confirmed an upcoming holiday special. The 31-year-old star has joined forces with streaming service Roku on a very Demi holiday special, which will see her perform festive classics such as Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas and Jingle Bell Rock. Additionally, Demi is set to perform songs from her latest album, Holy 
F, alongside some of her best-known hits. The Heart Attack Hitmaker will be joined by a surprise special guest for a top-secret duet, and fans will be able to watch from December 8th. Debbie recently released the rock cover album Revamp after heading in that direction on her latest record. It features new renditions of Debbie's classics, including Sorry Not Sorry with Guns N' Roses, Guitar Legend Slash, and Give Your Heart a Break featuring Burke McCracken of The Used. Seth Meyers thinks that late-night hosts have to be more creative than ever following the writer's strike. The 49-year-old star was back to hosting Late Night with Seth Meyers early this week, but talk shows still have to be more creative in identifying guests as the actor's strike remains ongoing. Seth told Entertainment Tonight, saying, quote, We're lucky in some cases where SAG actors had non-SAG work that they can promote. We're trying to find out as many of those guests as possible. And also journalists, authors, musicians will always try, and, uh, try to have a wide breadth of guests on this, on this show. So we're trying to go back to that bucket now, unquote. Despite the Seth return to hosting duties has actually been very straightforward. Hollywood writers ended their strike in late in September. The Writers Guild of America revealed in a statement that union leaders voted unanimously uh, to lift the restraining order and end the strike after nearly five months. Also, um, hip-hop biggest stars have uh, have reasons to celebrate. The 2023 BET Hip Hop Award aired Tuesday after being held at the Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center in Atlanta last week, and Kendrick Lamar was the night top winner with four awards, while Pear Drake and 21 Savage as well, Lil Durk and J. Cole tied for the second most award, each receiving two. Hosted by Fat Joe, the annual award show, a complete list of nominations for this year was unveiled last month. Cardi B and 21 Savage tied for the most nods of any artist this year as both rappers appeared in 12 categories. Drake followed with nine nominations. And in addition to general categories, Swiss Beat and Timberland were both honored with the Cultural Influence Award, while Molly Marl was recognized with the I Am Hip Hop Award. Performers at the 2023 BET Hip Hop Awards include Glorilla, Jermaine Dupri, Lola Brooks, Ludacris, Sexy Red, Swiss Beat, Timberland, The Brat, and more. And speaking of Swiss Beat and Timberland, um, where they were presented the Rock the Bell Culture Influence Award at the 2023 BET Hip Hop Award, and the pioneers shared that their platform Versus will be making a comeback. After launching in March of 2020, Versus became the home of historic matchup, including Jill Scott versus Erica Badu, Brandy versus Monica, Escape versus SWV, The Locks versus Dipset, a Beanie Man versus Bounty Killer, Anthony Hamilton versus Music Soul Child, uh, Mary Mary versus BB and CC Wanning, the Isley Brothers versus Irwin and Fire, and and more on and on. Earlier this year, Swiss first teased the return of Versus after a highly publicized lawsuit against Triller. Uh, since then, uh, Diddy versus Jermaine Dupri battle has been confirmed, but additional details have yet to be revealed. And a uh, musical collaboration that many may have not seen coming just might be underway. Lotto and Christina Aguilera has hinted that they have something in the works together that could be dropping soon. On Tuesday, October 10th, the Put It On The Floor rapper tweeted to the pop star saying, quote, should we tell them? And uh, Christina Aguilera responded, I think it's time, babe. This would be the first time the 24-year-old linked up with a coveted songstress. Lotto sampled Mariah Carey's 1995 hit Fantasy on her award-nominated song Big Energy. Shortly afterwards, she also had a chance to perform the original with the icon at the 2022 BET Awards. Wu-Tang Clan old Dirty Bastard's son, Young Dirty Bastard, also joined the two to rap his father's verse. Lotto ended her performance by literally giving Miss Carey her flowers. And speaking of another unforeseen collaboration, Lotto scored her first Hot 100 number one after joining BTS John Cook for the song Seven. The collab won Song of the uh, Summer at the 2023 MTV VMAs ahead of her K-pop crossover. She also topped the chart with Put It On The Floor Again featuring Cardi B and other collabs including one with Lotto Brooks, Sexy Red, and Young Nudie. 
Aguilera is also no stranger to working with hip-hop artists from all eras. The Dirty Singer has worked with Ludacris, Little Kim, Missy Elliott, Redman, Nicki Minaj, Diddy, Ty Dolla Sign, and 2 Chains, to name a few. Her most notable hip-hop R&B hit has to be Lady Marmalade, which saw the union of Aguilera, Pink, Little Kim, and Maya. 21 Savage has announced he will be returning home to the U.K. for the first time to give fans an unforgettable show. The A-Lot rapper will be hitting the O2 Arena in London in November following his recent U.S. citizenship. On Saturday, October 7, 21 uh, teased his homecoming with a video-sharing moment from his childhood in Europe, and he captured it with three watery-eye emojis. Uh, Skylar Gray coming home played in the background as clip show 21 driving bumper cars with other UK children, playing drums, bowling, being with family, and more. And the clip concluded with London, I'm coming home. Uh, as with uh, the uh, Her Lost collaboration just finished accompanying Drake on It's All a Blur tour, he followed the teaser with an official flyer promoting the UK show. 21 will take the stage with special guest Bobby Drill and 21 Little Harold on November 30th. And this would be the 30-year-old second international show since gaining his citizenship sometime this year. His first one was in Toronto on Saturday, October 7th at the Scotiabank Arena. In 2019, he was arrested and detained for 10 days by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement in Atlanta. He described his arrest as a target operation with federal and local law enforcement partners. Now that he's an official citizen of the United States, he is welcome to perform and travel as he pleases. And uh, Keith Richards revealed that old age and arthritis has changed the way he plays the guitar. The 79-year-old Rolling Stone rocker and his bandmate Sir Mick Jagger and Ronnie Woods are gearing up to release the band's first new studio LP, Hackney Diamonds, for 18 years. And while he's lucky enough that his art arthritis doesn't cause some extreme pain, Keith accepted that any loss of speed on the fretboard is caused by the joint disorder and the fact he is almost 80. Keith also revealed that the new album comes after... Matt, uh, Mick Jagger suggested that the band head into the studio at the end of their 60th anniversary tour in 2022. The band's last album on new material was 2005, A, uh, a Bigger Bang, while in 2016 they released Blue and Lonesome, which was comprised of blues covers. Keith thinks the reason it took him and Mick 18 years to write a full record of new materials because the single wave of enthusiasm comes and goes. Hackney Diamond will mark the first time the band will release an album without drummer and original member Charlie Watts, who passed away in 2021. And you uh, 2 altered the lyrics to their song Pride in the Name of Long Love to honor the victims of the Israel Music Festival massacre. And last Saturday, October 7, Hamas militants from the Gaza Strip attacked the Supernova Festival in Israel by killing over 260 people. And taking place in the desert near the Gaza-Israel border, the Electronic Music Festival was held to coincide with the week-long Jewish holiday of Suko or Sukkot from Friday, uh, September 29, 2023 to Friday, October 6, 2023. During YouTube's latest show at the Spear in Las Vegas on Sunday, October 8, frontman Bono dedicated the 2003 hit to uh, our brothers and sisters who they themselves were singing at the Supernova Festival in uh, Israel. And for the powerful renditions of the 1984 track, the Irish rock band revised the original lyrics that referred to the death of American civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. and referenced the Hamas attack instead. And besides you two, numerous other stars and artists such as Natalie Portman, Gal Gadot, and Madonna have spoken out about the horrific attack. And... um Cher, remember the uh, the last time we was on the air, there was this story about Cher about allegedly kidnapping her son. Well, she's slamming the allegation that she orchestrated the 2022 abduction of her adult son, Elijah, um, as a means of keeping him from his estranged wife on their anniversary. In a divorce doc filed last December, um, uh, Marie Angela King accused Cher of hiring a group of men who removed her husband, Cher's son from, son, from a New York hotel room accompanied by the couple on November 30th of last year. The claim went public last month, but the docs were attained by the entertainment tonight. That rumor is not true. That's what Cher told People, adding that Allman's years of substance abuse played into the matter. 
So she said, quote, I'm not suffering from any problems that millions of people in the United States aren't. She said, I'm a mother. This is my job, one way or another, to try to help my children. You do anything for your children, wherever you can help them. You just do it because that's what being a mother is. But it's joy, even with heartache, and you try to be there for them. I just keep trying, unquote. Allman, who uh, is, is the, uh, is shares a son with second husband and late Allman brother member, Greg Allman. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Make sure you stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>